Section 15 of Familiar Instructions and Evening Lectures on All the Truths of Religion, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Familiar Instructions and Evening Lectures on All the Truths of Religion. Volume 2 by Father Louis de Segur Meekness By speaking to you of meekness and trying to induce you to practice it, let me assure you that I am doing you a very great service. For meekness is the fountainhead from which a sweet and virtuous nature springs, and to possess a sweet and virtuous nature is also to possess the secret of a happy life. Meekness is that Christian virtue, most rare and lovely, which enables us to yield constantly to others for the love of God, to bear everything from them, and to give them as little as possible to bear from us. Meekness is to our daily life just what oil is to the motion of a machine. The oil which is dropped into the wheelwork does not seem of such great importance. And yet, if it were forgotten, what creaking, what straining, and what obstructions would be the result? And thus it is with meekness. It is the virtue of virtues, incessantly enjoined upon us by our Heavenly Father, the balm of all our actions, the greatest preservative of society, and that most exquisite flower of Christian charity, which it is necessary to practice at all times and in every place. Humility and gentleness, such is the great lesson which our Savior hath bequeathed to us. Jesus is called the Lamb of God in the Holy Scriptures, not only because of the sacrifice of the cross, but because of the perfect all-enduring meekness which he showed during his whole life and especially during his passion. Never a reproach, never one word of anger. When standing bound before Caiaphas, he received a blow and was treated as a blasphemer. He answered simply to the servant who struck him, If I have spoken evil, give testimony of the evil. But if well, why strikest thou me? Our blessed Lord preserved this marvelous meekness, even unto death. When he was hanging on the cross, in the last terrible agony, he could speak only words of sweetness to his murderers. He prayed God, his Father, to pardon them, and consoled with a divine hope the penitent thief crucified at his side. Nothing gives so much edification to others as meekness, said St. Francis de Sales, who was himself a perfect model of Christian gentleness. In him, this beautiful virtue was ever conspicuous. His looks, his words, his manner, all was sweetness. St. Vincent de Paul, who had the happiness to see him, 
said that he had never known so meek a man, and added that he seemed to see in him a living picture of the Savior's loving kindness. If he refused a favor which he could not grant without wounding his conscience, he would do so with so much love and gentleness that those who had asked it would always leave him with as much content as if it had been granted. He was equally good and kind to all, to his superiors, his equals, his inferiors, in his own family, and in the midst of strangers. How great a contrast to those who, in his own words, appear to be the jours de la rue et de jabular à la maison. He never complained of any oversight on the part of his servants, and whenever he gave them any directions, it was with the greatest kindness. Gentleness is always the best method of enforcing obedience, and the words of the gospel are verified every day. Blessed are the meek, for they shall possess the land. I have tried to govern in many different ways, said St. Jane Francis of Chantal, and I have never found a better way than that which is based upon gentleness and patience. We often hear very pious people, Christian women, for instance, complain that they cannot lead their husband or their children back to God. Why do they not use the only means by which they may attain the end they so greatly desire? Are flies ever attracted by vinegar? Much more is gained by gentleness than by severity. And St. Vincent de Paul said that during his life, he had given three severe reprimands, thinking that he had good reason to do so and not one had any effect, whilst those which he had administered with gentleness had always had a good result. St. Francis de Sales, by his sweetness, could obtain from others all that he wished, and he often succeeded in converting the most obstinate sinners who had resisted every effort until then. This was also the spirit of St. Vincent de Paul. This holy priest once confided a great sinner to the care of a missionary of his company, in the hope of his conversion. But all was in vain, and the missionary entreated St. Vincent to use his own influence. And the saint, having spoken for some instance to the man, converted him without trouble. This sinner afterwards declared that it was the gentleness and charity of the saint which so quickly touched his heart. It is when we are moved to anger or too harshly reproved by a superior or insulted by another that it is especially necessary to practice meekness. Oh, how dear to the sacred heart of Jesus are those meek and humble souls which, for the love of him, bear affronts with patience, pardon their enemies, and return good for evil. It is not difficult to be sweet-tempered when nothing occurs to vex us, 
but just a little contradiction, and behold, we grow indignant and throw out fire and flames like Mount Vesuvius. We must have a truer meekness than this and must pass through this life as a lily amongst thorns. The true Christian ever preserves a peace in his heart, which influences every action and is visible to all, and this in adversity as in prosperity. When we are obliged to answer someone who has insulted us, let us be careful to do so with gentleness. A soft answer will extinguish the fire of anger. When moved, it is better to be silent. And if through human weakness we are sometimes carried away by anger, let us immediately endeavor to grow calm and seek an opportunity of speaking kindly to him who has offended us. Let us carefully avoid giving way to ill-temper and angry feelings. Those who truly love God are never ill-tempered because the thought of the presence of God and of His holy will calms the soul, even in the midst of contradictions. And thus, the true Christian is gentle and courteous to everyone. But this gentleness cannot be obtained without a constant effort, nor without a great love of Jesus Christ and a faithful practice of religion. Experience teaches us that we are never so charitable to others as when we are faithfully serving God. In this, as in everything, religion shows herself sole mistress of the happiness of men, and if life is hard and bitter, it is because they reject and will not listen to her gentle voice. End of section 15. Recording by Bo Wood.